0: Hi everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited. Today is the new day of a new month. I hope you really, really enjoyed these last 31 days of meditation. We went from one minute meditations all the way up to 31 minute meditations. Some of them were nice and juicy. Some of them were easy and free flowing. At the end of our 31 days, I did put a little insert in there uh, to check out my Facebook page, check out my website and my meditation journey. You can join that meditation journey at any time. I, I do host this journey monthly and it is a four week course. It is every Monday for four weeks and it's 45 minutes to an hour. It's a wonderful investment for yourself, for a loved one, to get them moving in a direction of creating a beautiful habit or accomplishing a beautiful goal of being mindful and incorporating that meditation into their everyday practices. I will drop that link in the show notes um, for today and proceeding throughout the month so that you can check out different ways to truly create that new habit, accomplish that new goal that you've set for yourself, your loved one, to just truly bring that beautiful piece of mindfulness into your everyday activities. And I wanted to thank you all for listening. I truly love sharing my voice on this platform I feel as if though social media just is not always the proper place to share tips and practices for self-care for meditation for yoga so thank you all for being so supportive and listening and learning with me I would love your feedback at any time you could always again check out my website you can email me there um, and we can connect it would be beautiful but what i truly wanted to do this month was steer away from a meditation practice i like to do those uh every other month you know just to kind of mix it up a bit so this month i wanted to do uh, 30 days of renewing for yourself Creating a new you or renewing some aspects that you maybe put off to the side throughout this past year. And I know starting like something for 30 days can be really effective, right? It's a very effective way to kind of jumpstart what I was saying earlier, a new habit or accomplish a goal. Because there have been so many studies that have found that habits can be built within 21 days. 21, okay. And with that, a 30 day challenge or habit, a goal that you're, you're leaning toward is a perfect amount of time to truly evoke some changes in your life habits. And 30 days is also a super reasonable amount of time. Because, see, setting goals and starting to, like, peruse them can feel really, really daunting at times, right? But by dividing them up into smaller, like, 30-day increments, they can seem more doable and less overwhelming. And this is the beauty about taking on a 30-day, I'm going to say challenge. Um, It's not really the word that I'm looking for. But... We always have these, you know, all right, 30 day ab challenge, 30 day yoga challenge. This is a 30 day new you or a renew you process, right? And it can be about anything, truly anything. But for these next 30 days, this is going to be like the building blocks to a bigger goal or a more long-term habit that you want to create for yourself, I mean, it may be something as simple as drink eight glasses of water every day, right? Or it could be something as big as better one's personal life every day. But truly, there are so, so many options and they can be endless. So I put together a little kind of 30-day new you, renew yourself challenge. And I think this is going to be so fun because it is going to give us the opportunity to wipe the slate clean and start new today. I mean, it's the perfect way to kickstart going into the holidays because how many times have you made a promise to yourself about setting a goal that you want to achieve, but at some point you never end up making it a reality. Or you start for a bit, but then you lose motivation to see the goal all the way through, right? We do it all the time. And a lot of times these have to take place the beginning of a new year. But we can do them anytime, anytime. We can do them in the middle of a month. We can do them at the beginning of a month, during the middle of the year, the end of the year. That's the beauty of it. We can do what we want. Because we set our own rules for our own lives. So that's why I created this little 30 day new you renew yourself kind of challenge. Every day we're going to have a new and simple challenge to kind of jumpstart our motivation. And I'm hoping that by the end of our 30 days, we'll all be ready to take on our new us renewing ourselves Heading into the holidays and feel amazing for it. So, I look forward to seeing you each and every day, and I would love to hear from you how your day is going, how your daily habit is going. So, please feel free to reach out to me either via this podcast, email, jump on my website, send me a message can even find me on social media, on Facebook, Jennifer J. Grove, Yoga and Wellness, also on Instagram. I look forward to seeing and hearing from you all. Let's start. Hello listeners, how are you today? I want to thank you so, so, so much for sticking with me, for staying here, for hopping on and listening to me talk. (laughs) I absolutely love, love, love to share with all of you. So thank you for allowing me to hold this space. I am... uh, out of town at the moment, so I'm in a hotel. If you hear anything kind of weird, noises, <laughs> I cannot help what's going on in the background. I'm up in San Francisco uh, for a little trip, but I wanted to get on here and chat with you, right? Um, wanted to offer you a little a little incentive, a little guidance on day 20. I want to talk about us drinking water, right? And let's talk about that fact or fiction of drinking eight glasses of water a day, right? I mean, we've all heard these um, the story of needing to drink at least eight ounces of water a day. That's half a gallon of water. That's like two liters. And I I mean, it's been this like accepted fact, this easy reminder. But let's talk about it. Like, is it really true advice or is it just a myth? And the point of today is that I want us to drink water. Like that, that is our goal today is to drink enough water for our bodies. I mean, it's really honestly hard to pinpoint exactly where and when this eight glasses per day rule originated. Like I can't even truly find that kind of, the accurate information. But there are theories that it may be based on fluid intake of one milligram per calorie of food that's consumed into our bodies. So let's break that down. For someone eating a diet of like 2,000 calories a day, that adds up to 2,000 milligrams, so roughly 64 ounces, right, or again, 8 ounces of water, right, so 8, eight ounces of water, that's 80 ounces, like, no, sorry, that's not, that's 64 ounces, <laughs> I was thinking 10, <laughs> so that's 64 ounces of water, 8 8-ounce eight glasses. Or you could do, you could break that down differently. You know, whatever your glass size is, whatever, however many ounces that is. But that's what they say, right? Eight glasses of water a day, 64 ounces. But what they have done in a lot of research is realize that That may not be accurate for everybody, right? It may be too much water for some people, but not enough for other people, that calculation that they have. And while there are certainly circumstances in which we need to increase our water intake, right? Generally, most people don't need to drink water in such large quantities. But if you think about it, on the other hand, if we're not drinking enough water, that can cause... A little bit of dehydration right and when we're dehydrated we can experience fatigue headaches mood swings but there's good news guys you don't have to rigorously follow this eight glass rule right simply follow the thirst right you want to stay hydrated you want to avoid dehydration So you wanna drink enough, but you don't wanna just go overboard with it. So what do we know so far? That really there is no scientific, scientific evidence to support this eight by eight rule, right? Eight glasses of eight ounce water a day. And that water does truly need to vary by the individual person. You should let your thirst kind of guide you. And guess what? There are other foods and beverages other than water that can contribute to your hydration. It's not just plain water that supplies our body, right? Other beverages like milk, fruit juice, those count as well. And I'm going to throw this out there for anybody that drinks coffee, right? Caffeinated beverages can also when not overly consumed, so consumed in moderation, they can contribute to that water intake as well, right? And so many of the foods that we eat contain a significant amount of water. I mean, of course, how much water you get from the food depends on the amount of water-rich foods that you eat. Fruits and vegetables are obviously rich in water. Foods like meat, fish, eggs, those also have a relatively high water content. Take, for example, a watermelon, that is 91% water. And did you know that eggs are like 76% water? Like I had no idea until I really delved into that nutritional factor. So I thought that was very interesting. And small amounts of water are produced in your body when you metabolize nutrients. So people who don't get much water from foods need to drink more than those who eat more of those water-rich foods, right? So remember that besides water, there are other foods and beverages that you can eat, take in, ingest, right? that contribute to your overall daily intake of fluids that's gonna keep you hydrated. And some water is also created within your own body through your metabolism. Poof, mind blown. I mean, we do need to drink enough water to stay optimally hydrated, right? Generally speaking, that means replacing the water that we lose through our breath, our sweat, our urine, our feces. I know I'm talking about poop, (laughs) but drinking water really does offer some great health benefits like weight loss. Okay. Drinking enough water can actually help to burn more calories, reducing your appetite a little bit, right? Which allows you to lose weight. That's a wonderful thing. Um, I have actually been increasing my water intake over this past month, like so 20 days, right? Um, I've really been delving a little bit more into it because some of my activities have changed. So I find myself um, sitting at my office desk, like kind of creating and coordinating things. And when I do, I make sure now that I have water with me. So I'm always putting a water, glass of water on my desk. Even right now, um, in my hotel room, I don't have water with me, um, but I do have um, a little. They have a Keurig in here, and I made some hot tea. You know that is part of my water intake today, this morning. But when we drink enough water, we have better physical performance like we physically perform better right so I want you to think about it this way modest like the tiniest dehydration in our bodies could possibly impair our physical performance I'm going to break it down into a percentage if we were to lose only 2% of our body water content during some form of exercise, that could possibly increase our fatigue and reduce our motivation, right? That's why we're so exhausted right after we get out of maybe a spin class or um, or a Pilates, you know, a power Pilates class, power yoga class, right? You're like, oh, I feel my body's just kind of fatigued. I'm exhausted, right? You've depleted a lot of your hydration during that performance. So we need to drink some water or intake some form of water into our bodies to reduce that fatigue to reduce like headaches you ever notice when you get a headache sometimes if you drink water or you'll eat something it that headache reduces right for those of you that are prone to headaches i know um My spouse is definitely prone to headaches because he does not drink enough water, right? He will go um, hours on end throughout the day without drinking anything. Or if he does, it's a sugary product and he drinks a lot of that, right? So that um, starts to kind of dehydrate his body. See, drinking more water truly can reduce that intensity and that duration of those headaches that we get. That's why when I get a headache or I feel a little um, a little fatigued, I will quickly grab a bottle of coconut water because that is the quickest way to hydrate my body, and right? it gives me a lot of nutrients right away. And those that those headaches will disappear, and I won't feel so fatigued in my body. But also being like dehydrated even the slightest bit irritates my bowel movements Yep, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back and talk about poop a little bit here right so i notice when i drink more water when i'm more hydrated when i take in foods that have more hydration in them more water content that my poop is easier like I don't feel uncomfortable when I go to the bathroom. For people who are dehydrated, drinking enough water can totally help and prevent constipation. So if you're feeling constipated, like we need to wash it out. We need to flush that fluid. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but kidney stones, right? Um, I always heard growing up, about kidney stones and you need to make sure you drink enough water to reduce the effects of kidney stones or reduce the ability to have kidney stones. If you have never had kidney stones, I don't wish it on anyone, okay? It is the worst sensation in the world Um, and I feel for men that get kidney stones because it's so uncomfortable for them as well. There needs to be a lot more research probably on this, but it does help to truly reduce that occurrence of kidney stones. I've only had them once in my life, um, and it is the worst sensation in the universe, I think, that I've ever had. So I make sure that I stay hydrated and make sure that... That my bowel movements are consistent because kidney stones build up, and that's calcium that's building up, and it needs to be able to pass through our bodies. So we need to flush it out, almost like when you wash dishes. I'm gonna take it to something very simplistic here. When you wash dishes, right, you're washing the grime, the little residual residue that's on the plate, the glass, the bowl, whatever. That's the same thing on our internal organs. We need to flush. We need to wash them out. So we need to stay hydrated so that we can maybe help ourselves aid in a little bit of weight loss, maybe even help to maximize our physical performance, relieve any constipation that we might have, and so many other things. So really, I mean... How much should you drink each day? Well, I can honestly tell you there is no single answer here, okay? If you have a nutritionist, talk to your nutritionist about it. And You can do all this research on the World Wide Web, right? You can Google as much as you want, but there are so many factors that come into place for each individual person, both within their body and their environment that can truly influence how much water each one of us needs to take, like our body size, consumption, activity level, right? It varies from person to person. I mean, if you're an athlete, you live in a hot climate, or maybe you're breastfeeding, your water requirements are going to increase more than somebody else's that's not doing those things, that's not an athlete, that doesn't live in a hot climate, that isn't breastfeeding or, or pregnant, Right? So taking all that into account, it's obvious that water depends on each individual person, right? How much water we drink depends on each individual person. Eight glasses a day per day, like eight glasses of water a day, maybe more than enough for some people. But it may be too little for other people. So if you want to keep it simple, just listen to your body and let your thirst be your guide. Right? If you're thirsty and you automatically go for like a soda or um, coffee or something, switch it out to water today. And just see how that feels in your body. Right? Keep it simple. Drink water when you feel thirsty stop when you're not thirsty anymore and make up for that fluid loss by drinking more when you're exercising but i want you to remember that this doesn't apply to every single person right so like some older adults for example may need to consciously remind themselves to drink water because hello Aging can reduce the sensation of thirst. You may not be thirsty as you get older. The bottom line here, truly, is that although eight glasses of water per day is like the commonly taughted as the scientific base fluid recommendation, right? There's actually little evidence to support that. Very little evidence. Water needs are highly highly individualized and you can get fluids from water, other beverages, other foods, your own nutrient metabolism. So remember that as a general rule, drinking to quench your thirst is a good way to ensure that your fluid needs are being met. So today, instead of Reaching for that cup of coffee, reaching for a glass of wine, not to say that you can't have it, but grab a glass of water first instead of eating fast food, right? Running through the fast food line. Maybe it's French fries, a cheeseburger or something. Opt for something that has more of a water content in it and just see how you feel today it's just one day it's a beautiful experiment